This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Upstart and by Raycon. It's been a little while since we asked, so what exactly is going on with Kanye West? Hmm, it's not his name, Elliot. That's that's true. We'll get to that. <laughs> so a lot of things. I mean, yeah. last time we checked on him, he was living like the Phantom of the Opera in a storage closet at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta while he refined his latest album, Donda, and held listening parties in the stadium throughout the process. That album, which was originally scheduled for release in July 2020 before being delayed over and over and over again, finally came out at the end of August and immediately stirred up all sorts of drama due to various high-profile rappers and singers discovering that their contributions to the album had been surreptitiously removed. Uh, Donda features 27 tracks, has a runtime of an hour and 48 minutes, and got very mixed reviews from critics, but also charted really, really well. Well, everyone was curious to listen to it. I yeah. mean, if you're going to make this much hullabaloo about the creation process, people are going to want to check it out. But I even think like that the, the reviews that leaned towards giving him the benefit of the doubt maybe a little too much were, uh, you know, when you listen to it, you're like, that is this man's vision. He really went for it. This is whether you like, and we say this a lot, whether you like to admit it or not, this is art. He's not half-assing any of this. No. You can never accuse Kanye West of half-assing He it. might be assing it too much. Yeah. <laughs> over-assing it. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this album is clearly over-assed. So much ass. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kanye, he's always been a pretty weird dude, and especially during these past few years. He got really, really into Donald Trump and started wearing a red uh, MAGA hat everywhere, but then for some reason decided to try running against him for president in a campaign that began with a total train wreck of a press conference and remained a, a bizarre mess for several months until it completely fizzled out. Um, for his wife Kim's 40th birthday, he got her a deep fake hologram ghost of her dead dad. I love it. Which, by the way, he programmed to talk... Uh, graciously about Kanye himself. Kim, it's so great to see you after all these years since my untimely death. Do isn't your husband just the best? He's a he's a genius. He's an artist. Also, OJ the, did it. The, yeah. <laughs> this is Robert Kardashian speaking, not Kanye, by yes. the way. Mm -hmm. And yes, OJ did it. Uh, he put a Grammy Award trophy in a toilet and filmed himself pissing all over it. That was cool. I liked that. Yeah. Uh, the man has always been eccentric, but he still finds new and exciting ways to make us ask, what the fuck, Kanye? What are you doing? And the most recent example are the masks that he's been seen wearing lately. Yeah, and no, we're not not talking about the kind of masks that we're all used to wearing. Though, thankfully, Kanye does seem fine wearing those. Doesn't uh -huh. seem to have a problem with masks. Uh, nor are we referring to the various full face masks that Kanye wore while promoting Donda, which seem to all be variations on the sort of look that an armed robber would wear. Mm. And actually, the guy has a long history of wearing outlandish masks, going all the way back to at least 2014's Yeezus tour, uh, those ones actually looked pretty awesome. Uh, like something out of Squid Game, but like seven years early. Maybe he's uh, doing a play on the, the Jim Carrey's The Mask because, I mean, he does have some kind of, it looks like bipolar disorder. And that could be the that's, next. That's really the underlying narrative of Jim Carrey's The Mask. I want to see Kanye West walking around in full The Mask makeup. Yes. But yeah, he's come a long way from the high fashion luchador look to whatever the hell he's doing now, which can best be described as Caucasian-skinned Halloween-slash-fetish masks. And that's masks plural. Mm. Uh, Kanye found at least three different ways in a span of a few days to rock slightly different takes on the same extremely unsettling look. Yes, this looks like a human face, right? 
Nothing to this, see here. This is what white people look like. <laughs> I mean, he's that not could, wrong. That's not Kanye. That is just your average Caucasian male. Yeah, right this way, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, hold on, side note. We've been referring, obviously, to Kanye West by his birth name this whole time. But that's not his name anymore. Like I indicated at the beginning of the episode, uh, last week he officially changed his name from Kanye Omari West to Yay. Just yay. No middle or last name. And I believe I am pronouncing that right because there is some argument online whether it's ye, like yeah. Jesus, yeah. or yay, like Kanye. Uh, the, what, from what I've read. I would assume it's yay. Yay. Because it's, but yeah. But then he has the Jesus. So it's yeah. like, is he in some weird middle ground between the two? It yeah. seems like it's yay. What if it's just yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he explained the reasoning back in 2018 while promoting his album titled Yay, saying, I believe Yay is the most commonly used word in the Bible, and in the Bible it means you. So I'm you, I'm us, it's us. It went from Kanye, which means the only one, to just Yay, just being a reflection of our good, our bad, our confused, everything. I, I haven't heard the audio from that interview, so hopefully I'm right. But okay, with that out of the way, let's look at the masks that Yay has been wearing. So first up, we've got this ghoulishly pale mask that Ye was spotted wearing in Italy, which looks kind of like Uncle Fester from the Adams Family, but even more unsettling somehow. Mm. Uh, And apparently this mask is actually from the 1964 French comedy film Fantomas, or Fantomas, which is considered sort of like the French answer to James Bond. Great band, too. Uh, Oh, yeah? Yeah, the guy from... uh, Can't remember it. Doesn't matter. Anyway, the next day... Upon landing back in New York City, Ye was spotted leaving the airport wearing this similar but very different mask. It features a a much more lifelike Caucasian skin tone and more natural-looking facial features, plus some eyebrows, thank God. (laughs) But uh, this is the perfect example of the Uncanny Valley in action. Uh, The mask is somehow even creepier than the one before on account of its realism. That's the thing about these, is they're all, especially when worn with an actual-sized human head inside of them, very weird-looking, yeah. like unsettling. Looks like some fetish shit. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, the eyeshadow on this does not help. Uh, just a day later, by the way, uh, Ye was spotted out in New York wearing yet another creepy mask. This one just slightly different than the day before. In a lot of ways, this latest mask was even more realistic and lifelike than the previous one. But, again, the uncanny valley is on full display here, even with Ye trying to reduce the creep factor by wearing sunglasses. Uh, somehow this time the mask was arguably not even the weirdest part. He wore a mask, a very creepy mask, while meeting up for coffee with Michael Cohen. Not exactly a subtle situation by any means. No. Hey, there's Michael Cohen, and oh my god, what is that? Is that Kanye West? (laughs) Michael Cohen and Michael Myers? What's happening here? Yeah. Uh, we're of course talking about Michael Cohen, Trump's former attorney who was criminally prosecuted for a bunch of crimes that he committed while working for Trump's campaign. Uh, who then totally flipped on Trump and now very publicly hates him. So maybe they were arguing about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Has, has Kanye said anything about Trump lately? I don't know. I, mean, I, I would assume that they still talk. You would hope so. Especially like, you know, it looked like they were pretty good friends. And with the trouble that both of them have been going through, you would assume they might console in one another. Maybe Trump took it personally when Kanye tried to run for president. But he wasn't he running as a spoiler candidate? Yeah, half that the, was the like most of the people on Kanye's like staff at uh, the higher levels were just Republican operatives. Yeah, and it was so, just like, yeah, we're going to get uh, <laughs> a bunch of Democrats to vote for Kanye. Yeah. Anyway, if you're a viewer of our show, you probably mostly know Michael Cohen, not from his crimes and all that. You know him as the guy who made several fake Twitter accounts to praise himself, like women for Michael Cohen. 
which frequently referred to him as a sexy pit bull. Mm-hmm. And we did an episode on that, what, three, four years ago? And, and the, the Twitter accounts the, for the, us. Yeah, the uh, Blanks for Internet Today accounts. Still going strong. Still going. We Without got, a shade of irony anymore. Yeah, grannies for Internet Today, gays for Internet Today, uh, women this, for Internet Today. It is so far removed from the Michael Cohen story that if anyone... Any new viewers saw this on Twitter, they'd just be like, wow, they have a lot of very specific wow. fan groups. A lot of Very fans. active community. Yeah. So thank you Diverse. for that. Diverse. Especially grannies for Internet Today. I love that one. Yeah. Anyway, it's anyone's guess what these two guys could have possibly talked about or even have to talk about. Mm-hmm. But it's apparently not even the first time they've met up for coffee in just the past few weeks. So they're buds. And for this latest meetup, they were supposed to be joined by New York City's uh, likely next mayor, Eric Adams. <laughs> yeah. But he got held up somehow, somewhere, probably crossing the bridge from New Jersey, where he secretly lives. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> imagine that blunt rotation. Yeah, and it could have been Andrew uh, Andrew Yang. That would have been a real meeting of the mind. I feel like Kanye and Yang probably are. They probably are. They have each other on speed. Yang up. and Dave Chappelle are, like, really good friends, I think, yeah. which is strange. But uh, Michael Cohen, uh, he told reporters after the meeting, the purpose of the mask was so that people would not recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ooh, okay. Uh, the first 10 minutes we sat down, he was mobbed by people who wanted photos and to say hello. So he put on this mask to give him some anonymity, which, interestingly enough, did not really work. Well, you don't say. You mean it drew more attention? <laughs> wow. Hmm. Huh. So, yeah, very weird that the guy who looks like the killer in a slasher movie would draw so much attention, especially after being spotted in similar masks twice in the last two days. Uh, also, Ye wore what appears to have been the same clothes for the third day in a row, but... Hey, he, he maybe he's got a whole outfit or a whole closet full of the same outfit. I would say that that's probably the case, and it's probably like his branded clothing from Adidas or oh, something. He was wearing Balenciaga oh, okay. uh, jacket and jeans. I don't know where the jeans were from, but yeah, same outfit three days in a row. I mean, for a guy who's super into fashion, you would think he'd maybe mix it up. But... Have you seen the like the the I don't know if they're the latest, but the newer version of like the sandals that he makes. I, I I did see he... One re- looks like the Snowpiercer train. Yeah, he unveiled a new boot recently where uh, it, it just looks like a bag. Like, you know, a normal shoe conforms to the, the shape of a shoe. This yeah. one, from the toes up, it's just a rectangle. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a bold look. It's an 8-bit shoe. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, and it's like $350. Even back when the Yeezys were, like, new, I was just like, that. I don't get it. Yeah. Good for you. It, back then, the joke was that it looked like a, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, that floats across the top of water and land. Oh, a, a hovercraft? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Looks like that. Yeah, he, uh, people love this shit. But they, though. everyone bought it. People buys it. And, he made uh, him a billionaire. Yeah. So there you go. He He's obviously smarter than we are. Who am I to argue with? Uh, fashion. Fashion, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. But the reasoning behind Ye's recent masks, they remain unclear. Maybe there's no reason at all. Does he really need one? But uh, at least when Ye plays dress-up, it's just bizarre and not wildly offensive to a group of people that this country has treated horrifically for hundreds of years. The same cannot be said for a high school math teacher in Riverside, California, who decided that the best way to teach a very basic concept in trigonometry recently would be to uh, just do some Native American or anti-Native American racism straight out of the early 20th century. Not even the recent past. Uh, yeah, this Just some grotesque racism. It's been a couple of weeks at least where I have physically cringed and had to shut a video off. 
Uh, and this was this was almost immediate. Yeah. Like I was like, oh god. <laughs> like if it was a laptop, I would have slammed it shut. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the it's the the ring video. Throw tape. your phone across yeah. the room. Uh, but yeah, simply explaining this, it's not going to do it justice. So, just watch this. So got to what? 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 Right, now that you've picked your phone up from across the room, uh, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Uh, what possible reason could a math teacher have for putting on a shitty fake headdress and running around the classroom chanting some incomprehensible phrases for a painfully long amount of time? Um, she sure doesn't look native, but hey, looks I'm not here to judge. Looks can be deceiving. Uh, maybe this is some important Native American ritual that this woman is sharing with her students to keep the tradition alive. Yeah, uh... No, mm. obviously that's that's not what's happening here. Uh, what's happening here is that she is teaching so ka toa, which is a mnemonic phrase for memorizing three different functions in geometry, sine, cosine, and tangent. Uh, and she's doing it in the most obnoxious and offensive way possible. Um, but hey, at least she got to the point, got it across, and moved on to actually teaching, right? This was just a quick, like, minute, and then it was over, and no more weird Native American racism, right? Right? Put a case on your phone. Oh God, here we go again. Is the screen cracked or is it back to normal? Yeah, I don't sorry know. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, did you throw a hammer at your TV? Sorry. We apologize. We, we've covered a lot of stories on here about teachers doing something extremely racially insensitive while trying to teach lessons, usually involving slavery. But this is still maybe the most insane footage of a U.S. teacher just Leroy Jenkinsing themselves <laughs> into racism that we've ever seen. Uh, the student who took the video is reportedly Native American themselves, which had to feel absolutely mortifying. And this whole incident has just completely blown up in this teacher's face and potentially ruined her career in teaching, which is not very shocking. Yeah, makes makes sense. Turns out she's been doing this same shit for years, and there's even a picture of her doing it in a yearbook from a few years back. <laughs> Lady, you have goofed your last goof. I just love the idea that she's done this every year for her entire career, and then this one time someone's like, I'm going to go ahead and uh, film this. Am I Am I crazy for thinking this is... Wildly offensive. And, and the few seconds that I watched, the students... They're all cringing to death. That's one what I'm saying. Like, one of them's got their head down because they, they can't even that's look. That's what I what I gathered from the brief moment that I was able to watch it was that uh, the, the students in this video, uh, I'm proud of them. 
Because they it reacted in a way that should show this woman that this is wrong. Well, it's not even that. Like, I mean, I had plenty of teachers who did embarrassing shit that wasn't offensive, but it was still deeply embarrassing. Like, trying to make the lesson fun by, like, you know, doing some sort of song or dance. But at least reacting going, like, like, hey, teacher, this is cringe is better than dogpiling on the presumed Native American student. Yeah. Like, joining the teacher and being like, ah, hey, is that what you do at home? Yeah. Yeah. We've all seen Peter Pan. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, being a Native American high school student and having to see your math teacher dance around the classroom for five straight minutes like your entire cultural existence is just a big dumb joke. That's certainly a hostile environment to be forced to learn in. Yeah. But uh, moving on now from classroom to workplace, here's a story about a hostile work environment that's not quite as bad as full-on racism, but still pretty damn bad. Having a coworker release rats in the office as a form of petty revenge. Uh, Here's the Irish Examiner. A disgruntled Cork County council worker was jailed for six months for the uniquely wicked act of releasing live rats into a manager's office. John O'Neill, 61, of Glanduff, Kilbretain, I'm going to get just ravaged for pronouncing that It's Irish, don't even try. Captured two large rats, drove them to his place of work, and released them in an office used as a canteen by council management in Kinsale at 8.20 a.m. on February 2. Services were destroyed with excrement when employees arrived to the premises at Rathburg Kinsale later that day. The defendant's colleagues had to clean rat excrement that morning, which was on practically every surface before Rent-A-Kill was called to exterminate the rats, Bandon District Court heard. A deep clean was then carried out of the office and damaged cables and lighting were removed. Yeah, so all told, the damage added up to around 3,000 euros. And uh, yeah, the fact that the office could get so infested with rats so quickly did raise suspicions that the rats maybe were deliberately set free in the office. So when the police showed up and looked through security footage, they saw Mr. O'Neill showing up a little bit early to work with something hidden under his coat. Mm. Uh, and when questioned, he came clean about it and admitted that he messed up real bad. And yes, uh, that was me. And look, I just sort of flipped out. It just sort of happened. It's it's happened to most of us, you know, but the, the judge pointed out that normally when people momentarily flip out, they don't go out and catch multiple live rats and then transport them to their workplace. And that because that would indicate that this was a bit more premeditated than Mr. O'Neill. So you are me- methodical about yeah. this. You know, when you don't accidentally spur of the moment catch live rats and uh, transport them. And these were prank rats, too. They knew exactly what they were they doing. They knew they understood the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this guy's now headed to prison for six months, which. I don't know. Seems like a lot, but they do want to set an example. They don't want this rat shit to become a thing that people do. Literal rat shit. Um, Also, I don't know. It's Irish prison. Historically, quite a bad place to be, but I don't know about these days. I smell a wonderful family-friendly romp about rats breaking him out of prison. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. They need to repay him. Yes. He he gave them a home, and now they're going to bring him home. He's going to have a little piece of cheese and just right through the bars. They're going to come nibble those bars until they're wide open. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess the lesson here is to be uh, a lot more discreet about bringing your rats into the building. Def- definitely don't get caught on camera because that's that's uh, ruins the whole thing. And also, when they come and ask you about it, you play dumb. Yeah. Like, what rats? I don't know anything about that. But whoever did that, I... Very annoying. I hope they go to jail for six months. Got to Richard Gear those things. So that's how you do this without going to prison. Or yeah. I, or just don't bring rats to work because it's disgusting. But, yeah. you know, I can't control what you do. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though, is once you let those things loose, it's it's in God's hands. Yeah, they're fucking and breeding and you can't birthing just, so fast. You can't just be like, hey, stop, I think we've done enough damage. Yeah. They will continue until the job is done. They will. Yeah. But speaking of disgusting, um, well, not, let's not give anything away for this next story. Let's just show you. Uh, here's the cover of this past Thursday's edition of the Toronto Sun. You got a caption about how inflation is currently the highest it's been in a long time, but the Bank of Canada says it's only temporary. And then in huge text below it, it says, that's a stretch, with an image of a Canadian $20 bill being stretched apart by two big manly hands. Uh, stretched wide. Wide with a... With a tight grip. And uh, a, a ring that le- that looks perfectly placed. Yeah. Yeah. So, does this remind you of anything? I'm triggered. Anything at all? Yes. Well, if not, good. Mm-hmm. You've led a good life. You sweet summer child. But if it does remind you of something, it's probably... Goatsy, an image that we absolutely, under no circumstances, can't, we cannot show you, Goatsy, because <laughs> it is a guy gripping and stretching his anus to a just horrifying, horrifying degree. degree yeah. Straight at the camera. You can see the other side of this guy through mm-hmm. his butthole. That image was passed around as a shock image, all of, starting all the way back in the late 90s. It was one of the first. Uh, it was basically an early X-rated way to rickroll people before people calmed down a bit. We were pretty savage back then. Yeah. Uh, so And yeah, one of the hands in Goatsy even features a ring, just like mm-hmm. in the Toronto Suns cover here. There's no mistaking uh, it. it. It seems like a huge stretch to think that this graphic designer, whoever they are, didn't know exactly what they were doing here. They created essentially a Rorschach test to detect whether you've spent way too much time on the internet, and uh, we've all just failed. Yeah. Yep. That, well uh, played. That butthole is burned in my brain. Never yeah. never leaving. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the headlines half of this show, it's time to tell you about this episode's sponsors, starting with Upstart. If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt with no end in sight. Upstart can help you get that final payment so you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com weird. That is upstart.com weird. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Upstart.com slash weird. There's so much going on in the world, maybe even too much, and it can be hard to keep the vibes around you under control, uh, but you can always control the vibes in your head with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. That's our next sponsor, Raycon. Raycon. Whether you use them to pump up, wind down, work, or work out, Raycons are our go-tos for on-the-go audio. For us, they're just as great for listening to podcasts and audiobooks on a nice walk as they are for bumping our favorite tunes for an intense workout. New Every Time I Die album. Fantastic. And uh, don't even get us started on commercial air travel. The kids are crying. Yeah. Get them out of your head. Shut them down. Yeah. And Raycon's new everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. 
With an improved rubber oil look and feel and optimized gel tips for the perfect in-air fit, these are impressive before you even start listening. You get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. There's pure mode for stuff like blues and instrumental, balanced mode for rock and metal, and bass mode for hip-hop and EDM. A little head massage. Uh, there's also an all-new awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings instead. Yeah. Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. There's also a built-in mic, uh, so you can take calls in your earbuds at the press of a button. Raycons, they start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. Right now, our viewers can get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird. That is buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird. All right, it's time for the headlines part of the show now, starting with the proof's in the poop. Austrians have loved beer and blue cheese for 2,700 years. Uh, yeah, I, this is one of those great science experiments that I enjoy seeing. It's uh, not going to hopefully not piss anyone off. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's very interesting to find out. It's, it's in their blood. They, they found there's this salt cave in Austria, and uh, the conditions are perfect for any shit that's ever been taken in this cave going back thousands of years. It's still just as fresh as the... The day that deuce was dropped, and uh, yeah, they can look at it, and they're like, yeah, these, these Austrians, they, they like beer and cheese. They always have. You can pull that beer and cheese from my cold, dead hands. Yeah, we are genetically predisposed to loving yeah. beer and cheese. They, uh, yeah. And it's the dankest cheese. The dankest, the, mm -hmm. the stinkiest. Yes. Yeah it's, yeah, it's got a little bit of mold on it. But it's still That's good. how you know it's good. Yeah. Well, uh, good for them. Yeah. They've been living, uh, living a great life for a long time, yeah. for the most part. Good for them. Yeah. Denver single site had barely any women on it, lawsuit claims. <laughs> I don't Did know. someone click on one of those uh, hot singles near you ads and they were like, wait a second. I think they might have. Like, this person seems so naive because it sounds like a total boomer move, like signing up for like one of those local dating sites that no one actually uses yeah. instead of all the various like, big name dating sites. But this person, who's only 29... Signed up for like DenverSingles.com, was paying like hundreds of dollars a month to be a member of it when all these other sites are free. And uh, and yeah, it took him a whole year to realize that there was like only five women on the site. Mm. So he wants his money back. Well, did he uh, go on a date with any of the five women? I don't think so. No. I think he just threw Because at money the beginning, was, I mean, and it could be, it just it might sound like a he wanted to this to be the outcome always to prove that there was no women on these sites and so he filed a lawsuit or went in knowing. But, uh, yeah, he, I mean... I think it sounds like he just got duped. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a weird... I mean, kind of an embarrassing lawsuit to file. It's like, uh, I paid thousands of dollars to this company and mm -hmm. they did nothing for me. It'd be one thing if he's like, there was only five women, I fucked them all. I'm done. I'm all out. <laughs> But I don't. I don't think that's the case. Mm -mm. Doesn't sound so, like it is. Uh, it seems like an L you'd want to take quietly. But yeah. this guy's not. Canon sued over all-in-one printer that stops scanning when it runs out of ink. <laughs> that is that is messed up. I'd like to scan a document, but you're all out of ink. You should order more ink. Why do I need ink to scan? Well, this is an all-in-one printer, so it's it's really also kind of an all-or-nothing printer. It's, powered uh, by ink. Yeah, it's uh, ink. Ink has special properties that you don't even know about. So. It's one of the most valuable things on earth. So yeah. they really want to, uh, there's like a HP, I think it is, because I have a printer, use it 
once every couple of months. Yeah. They really want you like, to get you on this like subscription plan. Yeah, they're all... Uh, God, yeah, it's terrible. Like, And a lot of these printers, when you buy them, the actual model you're buying is like part of a subscription thing and there's special rules about how you can change the ink out. The one time I've had to change out ink is just like, all right, I have to take a picture of the model number so that it matches correctly with whatever I get in the store because if you're off by obviously one number or one letter, it's going to be completely wrong. I think it's HP has this insane uh, like pay-as-you-go model where uh, they send you the ink for free but you have to like set up your printer so it's connected to the internet and every time you print something it charges you 10 cents like you're like at the library it's fucking wild there was a point like <laughs> I, I i never did this so i don't know if it was a joke or not but there was a point at, in time where people were saying that it was cheaper to go buy a new printer that came yeah. with fresh ink than to refill the cartridges it is uh in a lot of cases yeah i i got the printer i got at home i made i i, I was like i'm done with inkjet fuck inkjet I just need black and white printing documents. So I got a LaserJet printer from Costco that was like, it was like $300. But I was just like, I've had so many fucking terrible printers. Like, I'm going to buy this one that is prohibitively expensive because I'm pretty sure they You'll actually... save money over there. Like, this one's actually designed for an office and not, like, some schmuck, like, consumer for their home. And it's it's worked great so far. I made mm-hmm. the right choice. You spend extra money... To not have to deal with the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. South Carolina elementary school teacher arrested after student picks marijuana edibles from reward box, according to cops. The urban legends are true. They're true. Mm-hmm. They are handing out weed candy to children, despite the uh, the economics of that just being really stupid. Just terrible. Like uh, yeah. waste of money. Just spending hundreds of dollars on waste of money like, and weed. Five edibles. Yeah, yeah. this teacher. Uh, yeah, they had a candy jar. Like, oh, you answered the question right, little Timmy. Come come get your prize. And it's a little pumpkin jar. And he reaches in and she's like, oh, uh, no, actually not that one. Let me grab that from you. Grab another one. And he grabbed another one and it was weed candy too. And she's just like, actually no more. Take the penthouse. Yeah. <laughs> or the knife. And like weed isn't even legal in South Carolina. So it's like. <laughs> so how did she get it? How did she get it? But it's like, I mean, how did she get the kind that's packaged like candy and stuff? I mean, um, someone brought it over the border from somewhere. Is but. that a is it a medical state? Because they, they do that. I mean. Oh, I don't know. It's at this point, which is good news. At this point, it is confusing what what states it's actually still fully illegal in. Yeah. Well, regardless of the case, uh, I still don't understand how you're. How we, it made it into the reward box at an yeah. elementary school? Or I mean, what, I, yeah. I do I, like. I do personally think that the way a lot of these edibles are labeled is uh, maybe a bit dangerous. Yeah. At the very least, you're violating copyright, which I don't give a shit about. But yeah, yeah. you are you are doing so in such an egregious way that uh, if you weren't looking too closely, you could maybe grab the wrong bag of Skittles and yes. uh, have a really long night. Yes. So. Also, it's like it's so hard to like get a dose that would be considered normally fun into something that is a snack. Yeah. Because it's like that much like, gummy like bear. a gummy bear that big <laughs> can put you on your ass. Yeah. And I like I remember getting like a chocolate bar once and it was like, whatever you do, don't eat the whole chocolate bar. Yeah. I hate that shit. And it's like, I'm okay, like, have to it break tastes off good. With- I- yeah. One chocolate bar will uh put you on the you will never come down from this, the moon. this fucking weed arms race. I'm I'm sick of it. It's what ruined weed for I me. I just want a tiny little bit of weed. It got too strong. Yeah, I got, couldn't, like, it It. It was bad. Weapons-grade weed. Yes. Give me that fucking 
garbage shake. Doesn't like no form or it just looked like oregano. Yeah. Give me some of that. Tastes like burning. Yeah, uh, it, it makes you not want to have more. Yeah, so you only get a little bit. <laughs> this is disgusting. The best stuff. stuff. It's like shrooms. Like you don't want to do it again. After I don't a while. even want mids. I want lows. <laughs> Give me the worst weed you have. When I, I, half the bag should be seeds. When I when I had like a medical card way way back in the day, like twelve years ago, like even then my my tolerance was was going to shit. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would go to these places. I'd be like. Uh, like, so what's like the weakest weed? Like, what's the, the shittiest weed you have? And you'd be like, all right, well, here's the shake jar. It's like $5. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take a bunch of that. Are you sure you don't want this one that looks like Like, it's frosted? Look at this one under a microscope. Look at all the trichomes. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's going to ruin my weekend. Just give me the (laughs) shittiest weed you have. Yeah. I don't want to be out the wine tasting, falling into a table. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick of Texas paid out his first voter fraud bounty. To a progressive poll worker in Pennsylvania who caught a Republican vote, voting illegally. What? You got to give it to Dan Patrick, though, in this one scenario, because he did actually put his money where his mouth was, even though it was someone... He was real cheap about it, though, because yeah. they, they have the, the million-dollar bounty pot. He gave this guy $20,000. like, uh, actually, the bigger amounts of money are reserved for, like, more extreme cases of voter fraud. And this, sure, guy's, whatever, like, yeah. this guy's like, I literally found a guy vote voting twice at my precinct. He... he Voted as himself and then came back in a disguise and voted as his son. Like, mm-hmm. that's exactly what you and guys are talking about. And you know that, like, about. Dan Patrick did not want to pay this out. No. M- most likely. Like, oh, fine, give him whatever. There's been a bunch of other examples from Pennsylvania. I think they, they were all Trump people. Uh, it's just so funny because, like, yeah, they're a year later, they still haven't found... Uh, a significant, like, yeah, <laughs> crime. That and, was... and the ones that they do find are all just, like, Republicans doing the thing that they complain about Democrats doing. Yeah. Well, if they're doing it. I'm and where did, this, where did this bounty money come from? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Probably the tax or, like, dollars yeah, or, of the or state. Or a super of... PAC. So it's yeah. like the people behind this have to be pretty bummed about it, too. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's the citizens of Texas. But uh, speaking of voter fraud Nevada man who claimed someone voted as his dead wife charged with voter fraud this is a fucking elite bold move this guy tried because uh, he was he, like his wife died and mm-hmm. then on the voter rolls it said she had voted and this was all over Fox News and stuff he's like try telling me voter fraud's fake when my dead wife voted somehow how did that happen mm-hmm. you're like oh my god and uh, yeah a year later the, the it, obviously it's been under investigation he put a microscope on himself yeah and they're looking into it they're like oh, oh no this guy definitely voted as his dead wife and then brought attention to himself to try to make a point and i uh, got away with it no you didn't no he didn't uh you got away with it for a while i guess but yeah interesting it, move this guy did really fell on the sword yeah yeah but hey you thought for a little bit and the da- technically the damage a, is done because, yeah. no, as we know, people don't really... Fox News isn't going to be airing the follow-up story no. ad nauseum. No, absolutely not. West Japan man arrested for alleged sale of porn videos with pixelated images altered by AI. Oh, my God. Mm. The deep fakes have finally found their true purpose, their true calling. Because all that Japanese porn, everything's, everything's pixelated. Mm-hmm. Not allowed to show genitals. In Japanese they porn. He depixelated it. He depixelated it wow. using machine learning. Um, so that doesn't mean we've talked about depixelation. It's not actually showing what's there. It's the, the computer in this case is um, it's using its knowledge of what penises and vaginas look like to construct a new one mm-hmm. uh, in the place of these pixels. Yeah. So um, 
be really interested to see like how this machine like how does it choose the length the girth the color just how does it do it just measure the uh i mean there's enough information in the pixelized version because they they really do it in that like old school unnecessary way where it's like block pixels like a mosaic yeah, yeah. so there's enough at least like color length girth um anyway yeah this guy got caught got caught using his elite skills yeah and he's in big trouble now New Belgium creates torched earth beer that tastes like climate change, like eating a Band-Aid. This is actually a brilliant PR stunt. I mean, yeah. It's, and it's, it, so it's a PR stunt. That, it's a six-pack that costs $40, mm-hmm. and uh, it's made from water that they dredged out of their local river right after a wildfire season. And then instead of hops and barley, they use, like, two alternate ingredients that are hardier crops that, like, the idea is, Climate change is going to fuck up the hops and barley crops enough that, you know, sometime in the future they won't be available enough to use in beer making and all the water will be fucking disgusting. So they're just like, this is the beer you're going to be drinking in 100 or so years uh, if climate change gets worse. And also it's $40 because, uh, you know, scarcity now, that's what it costs. Yeah. And uh, yeah, apparently tastes real bad, although the... uh, the CBS This Morning hosts back in the studio, like they then they cut back to the studio after the segment. Like one of them tried it and she's like, that's actually really good. I like that. I would buy that. And the other hosts are like, no, we're, this is supposed to be a cautionary tale about Well, as I was going to say, like someone would come back from the future in a time machine and they're like, oh, God, what a long trip. Can I have a beer? And you hand them like, and they're like, oh, oh, God. It's, it's so malty. Yeah. And hoppy. What well, is I'm going to get a torched earth. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. Mm, it's that ashy taste I love. Yes. Like, like, you're not going to drink a Coca-Cola after having Nuka-Cola and be like, this is better. Yeah. yeah. So, it's an acquired taste. So, there you go. Florida man uses finger guns to steal Waffle House napkins, deputies say. This wouldn't happen at that other Waffle House. No, the waitress. Put down those she napkins. Would've, she would have pulled out her own finger gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is like our third or fourth. And waffle- my finger gun works. Our, th- <laughs> <laughs> our third or fourth Waffle House uh, story in as many weeks. And this one, the Florida man, he went into a Waffle House, said, everybody get on the ground. This is a robbery. And they, you know. He was an improv student. You hear that and you, you, you get on the ground. You treat, yeah. you treat it like it's real even. Because he know, might have a gun somewhere. He might have a real gun, but yeah. He's like, and I'm, I'm taking these and just grabbed a bunch of napkins and ran away. Okay. I think he was drunk. Did he get away with it or did the deputies no, he, find him? He got caught. Okay. Well, open and shut case. Yeah. I hope he... Doesn't get a very harsh sentence because he's going to lose his. Uh, if he gets convicted, he's going to lose his right to bear finger guns. They're going to chop those fingers off. Yeah, no. Obama's trying to take away my finger guns. <laughs> and final headline: Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos are legally people. Court rules. Uh, is this like a uh, non-extradition kind of thing where they're like they've lived here long enough? You have to keep them here. Uh, so it's like you know these so these hippos are not native to South America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pablo Escobar had four of them. They've now bred out of control. There's hundreds of hippos. They're they're real bad. They're they're invasive species. They're fucking up the water supply with their big dumps, <laughs> and they're dangerous. Hippos will absolutely kill you if given yes. the opportunity. So, Colombia has been trying to figure out what the fuck to do, and they're deciding between euthanizing all of them or uh, chemically like castrating all the males by shooting them with like a dart gun that makes their balls shrivel up. Mm-hmm. And so this. I don't know. There's this environmentalist group in the U.S. who uh, sued to 
I don't even fully understand what this is, but basically they got they got the court to recognize that hippos, legally speaking, are people who have a case, which is pretty groundbreaking. It's the I'm first sure. time the U.S. has ever done such a I'm thing. I'm more worried about that gun that makes your ball string. Yeah. When are they going to use that on people? Or have they used it already? It's way scarier than Havana syndrome. Yes. The very real problem that's very real havana syndrome when politicians want to break they have a little bit of oh i'm sorry i can't make it my havana syndrome is having a real bad flare-up it's what happens when you damn russians it's a night of rum and cigars yeah the next morning you feel like shit you got a sore throat man havana syndrome's really really got me this morning i'm gonna need a bloody mary to (laughs) clear up that havana syndrome Mm -hmm. i've got yes but yeah the 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 castration gun much scarier yes but yeah, I mean, I feel bad for the hippos. I mean, if, their fault. I, if it was po- if it's possible, I don't know. Get, I don't think it is. But if it's possible, it'd be cool if they could take them back to Africa. But like, I don't. It seems sounds like it's probably really hard to load hundreds of hippopotamuses onto like a ship, and just being like, hey, chill for like a week. We're yeah, we're, yeah, gonna yeah. Get, we're going to we're, we're going, going to an, an ocean. We're going to a place you're going to fucking love. But for now, just uh, stay put. Don't. Kill anyone. Don't tear the fucking walls apart. How did Noah do it? This is so How did confusing. he do it? I'm, there's some plot holes in Noah's Ark story. Yeah. The hippos yeah. would have just destroyed everything. They would have, yeah. It would have been a wild battle royale on that boat. That'd be a cool video game. Yeah. Noah's no, battle royale. <laughs> Noah's Ark. Only one species can survive. Exactly. And it's always humans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Well, until... Ancient humans? Until 2050. Yeah. Yeah, that's the deadline. Anyways, uh, then we're all drinking torched earth. Mm. Delicious uh, <laughs> torched earth. If you haven't already uh, seen our most recent episodes, we have a new episode of Tech News Day, and we also have an episode of News Dump where we, uh, uh, not much new information has come out about the Alec Baldwin thing, but pretty much everything that we covered in that story is what has come out yeah. based on text messages from union members. Um, so check both of those episodes out. Subscribe to the channel. Leave a like. Leave a comment. And we'll see you soon. Bye.